I respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugambeh language region, the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, and pay my respects to their elders past and present and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. Hi guys and welcome to Miss Inclusivity, the podcast. Uh, we have the lovely Miss Hendricks on this week and she is going to be talking all things about balancing health and fitness and wellness into your busy schedule routine. Hello, Miss Hendricks. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no worries at all. Anytime, lovely. All right, now we start off every single podcast though before we get into the juicy stuff about health and fitness, which I love. Um, what mm. made you want to be a teacher or educator? Yeah, um, I didn't, I had no relation to teaching in the beginning when I first started going into the junior studies. Um, I was in acting, I was in drama, theater, all of that. Um, yeah. I loved it I love like I love just being on stage and you know bringing that emotion out of people and making them think when you're doing a piece of theater but um when I was finishing that degree I was living in New York at the time um and oh my when I was finishing that degree yeah stop, stop. you're just rubbing it in now <laughs> Well, trust me, it's 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 not like the movies when you actually live there. But I did like I don't regret living there. It was such an amazing wow. experience. Um, yeah, yeah, it was insane. Um, but it was also at that like the end of that degree, I was kind of feeling like this wasn't really what I wanted to do in like five yeah. years time. And I was just thinking about like life stability and my goals in life and what I wanted to achieve. And I just could not achieve that with just an acting career. Um, so I started thinking, I was like, what did I really love doing after, like around this? I was working at it as a nanny at the time. Yeah. Um, and I really loved that. Like I would do all my drama activities with her and she adored it. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll look into teaching. Maybe I can become a drama teacher one day and I can put that, like my love for my craft with educating. Um, and so I looked into universities in Australia, mainly because my dad said that I probably would fit in really well in Australia. Um, yep. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I applied, I got in, and um, I moved over here at the beginning of 2020, which was the most inconvenient time to move. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Straight no, into you poor thing. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and once I started and I did my first placement, I knew. I was like, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do. This is like my thing. Um, and it didn't surprise anyone. As soon as I got into it, my whole family was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, yeah, you're a teacher, 100%. Um, <laughs> even my like past high school teachers, when they found out that I was in teaching now, they were like, oh, yeah, I can see you doing that. I was like, oh, great. It would, it would have been nice if you guys told me earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would have been good if I, you know, didn't spend so much money on a different degree. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. Know, oh, my gosh. I got there. <laughs> but you're yeah. originally from Canada, though, aren't you? No. So I sound Canadian. Um, I'm from the Netherlands. Uh, and I oh, grew my up there, gosh. I, yeah. <laughs> this is like a I'm whole whirlwind. <laughs> You've just been everywhere to figure out, oh, what do I want to do in life? Maybe I'll come just to a random country uh, called Australia <laughs> and then I'll become the teacher. I've done everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's really amazing. Yeah. I love that yeah. so much. What would you say, even though, you know, um, you've really only started to teach in Korea in 2020, what would you say has been the highlight of your teaching career so far? 
Oh, it'd have to go back to my first placement. Um, yep. It was at with preppies. So it was like the cutest thing ever. I enjoyed that so much. Um, it's like just that first year of learning for them. They're so excited about it. And it yep. made me so excited about it <laughs> because they've just probably come from like a preschool or kinder. Um, it just made me so excited about everything yeah. um, and just spending time with them. And I was just observing. I wasn't really teaching. Um, it was more just working with my mentor teacher and, and finding, you know, the groove of teaching. And um, she was so lovely. And there was one moment where she did an inclusivity activity um, yeah. just to kind of work with all the children and ensuring that, you know, they're starting to bond and create those friendships in the classroom and the relationships with the teacher. Yeah. Um, and it was this activity with post-it notes where she would start with write something nice or three things that you think your person next to you is good at or, you know, that you like about them. Um, so everyone got a post-it note because you sit next to someone um, at a table. And after they've passed it, these post-it notes, they all got so excited and they came up to me like reading them out and being like, oh, this person said this. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. That's so nice. um, yeah. and then, I know. And then they turned it around to write something about someone else in the classroom and try to make it someone who you don't often spend time with during recess or in the classroom. Um, and there was one little girl who came up to me crying and my heart just broke. And I was like, oh, I know that she just didn't get a post-it note. And so she didn't Aww. get one. And so I know. And it was so sad. She was this little tiny girl. And she was just so upset. And she had written like two for two different people. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This, okay, let me let me do something. Yeah. Um, so I wrote a little post-it note. And I wrote just like, she's kind. And you care for your friends. And you work really hard. Um, and when I gave it to her, she put it on her table right at the top so she could look at it. And yeah. at the end of the day, when she saw her mom, I saw her running to her mom. And she went, mom, look. And it was just, it was like, that's the kind of stuff that I like thrive for is just seeing how happy children can get just from learning and yeah. spending time with their teacher. And it was just probably like the most like top moment currently so oh. far. <laughs> so like, so like heartwarming as well. That's so yeah. lovely. Um, on the so flip cute. side. <laughs> What would be one of the challenges, if you could pick one, what was one of the challenges of your teaching career so far and why? Yeah. So this one I wrote notes about because I have yep. to think about this one. <laughs> um, there, so it was more um, in 2021, I started working in before and after school care um, at a primary school that, um, our service had a really good relationship with the staff at the school. Yep. Um, so the teachers would often come in and, the, uh, the PE teacher, her gym was like in the same building as ours. So she would often spend time with us in the morning before the day started. Um, and the kids and, but the thing is, despite the really good relationships with the teachers, um, themselves, the actual environment of the service wasn't, extremely motivating it, it yeah. kind of was like it came to a point for me where I dreaded going to work um purely because I wasn't surrounded by motivational staff I wasn't um able to really put my own passion into the job yeah um because there are limitations in that job like you when you're just an educator you know you're not a coordinator you're not able to really change the whole room around. You're not able to really put things up on the walls. You're not able to fully put a program in place. Um, and I kind of struggled. I, I like, I'm someone who 
like I love leading positions. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to work well with a team and, and when I am like able to do programming and everything like I am in my current job, I just, I love it because I'm able to include like educators. I want to make that inclusive just environment of involving everyone. Yep. Um, and it just didn't feel like it was a team and I felt like it was affecting the children um, and their time at the service. And it just broke my heart. And yep. like, I was able to change and go to a different job where I'm, I'm very much appreciated. I'm very much like encouraged to really put my all into yep. it um, by my management and my other educators and my team. And I'm so grateful for the people that I work with. And, and uh, for the last few months, I've enjoyed myself so much, just even though they're just tiny babies, I still enjoy myself so much being able to put things in for the center and for my other like colleagues in their rooms and helping them come up with ideas and just being able to create that really like motivational and positive environment is something I really thrive in doing. So now that I can do that, I definitely, I would say that was a challenge because I just wasn't applying what I was learning in my degree in my work and like it's a big opportunity to work in before and after school care, especially during a primary education degree, because you primarily work with those like age groups so that good. you're going to be working yeah. with when you graduate. Um, and it's such a good thing to have on your resume and that experience. It's just like, like you can see the before and after just like how they are at the beginning of the day before they go to class. And you can see how much it affects their day yeah. um, when they're learning in the classroom as well. And it was just a big challenge for them to not have a good morning and not be as engaged as they could be. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I didn't really know how to deal with it at the time because I had only just started my degree and I hadn't really researched a lot yet. Like I, I worked so hard and, and I was trying so hard to like yeah. make it as positive as I could make it. Um, and when I did leave, like the children were very sad and it just, like it shows that I had good relationships with those children and I do miss them. <laughs> yeah. Um, they will always have a place in my heart. Uh, they were lovely, lovely students. Um, but yeah, it's just like that and the lockdowns, it was just very difficult, like actually 100%. getting that hands-on experience. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Would you say that you prefer early childhood or do you miss OSH like before and after school care? I'm, I have days where I miss Osh, um, especially when I'm thinking like I've had like a four month gap of no classes. Um, so I've been able to like work full time with early childhood age groups. Um, yeah. I have gained a very keen interest in it. Um, yeah. It is so like when I first started that job, I had no idea like how much actually goes into it. Um, yeah and how much programming and planning you do and, and the milestones from like birth to 12 months old. And, and like that, I had no idea until I started doing research more when I, like after I was appointed as the nurse nursery, like yeah. room leader. Um, wow. Cause at first I was just an educator in that room. Um, and I didn't really think about it. I kind of just did the programming. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, and now that I'm writing it myself, um, I'm, I definitely am thinking about, like going into early childhood further after. Wow. Um, yeah. So your degree, yeah, is it just very, primary or is your degree primary yeah. to early childhood? It's primary. I thought about switching it um, into early childhood and primary, but I'm too far along in the degree to be able to like make a smooth transition. Yeah. Um, so really I would just have to restart an early childhood degree and I just didn't want to do that so far along. So um, I'm thinking about maybe doing a master's after 
we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just want to teach for a year after I finish my degree. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to but be able to get like that. Yeah. Preppies as such. So you could do the preppies. It's still a little yeah. younger end of the scale and it's probably quite similar to the early years frame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. which would be really fun for you. Um, all right, let's get into the health and wellness stuff. How do you yeah, ensure <laughs> to incorporate health and wellness into your busy schedule as a pre-service teacher? Oh, plan, plan, yeah. plan, plan. I have like, I have three different planners. I have a home planner. That's like one of those like desk pad planners. Yep. Um, and that's just for home. Like that stays in the house. My partner can look at it. Um, it's like, we're thinking about putting up like a whiteboard downstairs for both of us to have with our schedules. Um, cause we share that passion of fitness. Um, so we often go to the gym together. Um, but personally planning, like I, if I don't put it into my day, I won't get to it. Yeah. Um, and I still, I still struggle with that even after years of, of incorporating it and learning like how, like what kind of planning works for me. Um, cause there's so many different kinds. Um, yep. and like, I found that Google calendar, because it's digital, you can put it on your phone. It can go on your Apple watch. Like, you know, you can get reminders, that kind of stuff. Um, Apple watches as well, like recording what you're doing. Yep. Um, it's a motivation. So if you have that, like you have your plan and you block it out on Google calendar and you put a block in there of just health and well-being, even if it's just that, yep. um, find something that you really love doing mm-hmm. and just put it on your calendar. And if it's there visually, you'll have the motivation to actually do it. Whereas like, if I were to say like, Oh, I'll go to the gym three times this week and yeah. not actually write down when I'm going to go, I'm not going to go because I'm, I'll get to the actual day that I thought about going Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh, I can't because I work until this time and then I come home and I'll be tired and I won't want to go. And that's already like brushing it off out of yep. your schedule. So just plan, like yep. planning it and, and writing it down or typing it out is what I would say. Is how yeah. I, I love, I love how you're saying um, yeah. <clears throat> Google Calendar because I use Google Calendar a lot as well. Mm. And I'll just do like different colors for different things. So I know that green yeah. for me is I'm going to use green. And I'm going to block out every single time when I'm going to do like go to the gym and then I put in like yellow yeah. or my before and after school care shifts. And then if I'm teacher rating, yeah. I'll do it in a different color as well. Like Google calendar is the best. I love how you said it's because yeah. it's on your laptop and then it can be on your phone and it can be on your watch. So it's with you everywhere. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love a good written down planner. Like I used mm. a written planner for my prac. I loved it then. But it's yeah. just the fact that if I have a big planner sitting on my desk at home and I've written down like my to-do list there on there and then I go to the shops, I'm not going to bring that with me. Like it's all, I want it on yeah. my phone. I know what you mean. It's yeah. like the best thing ever. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Even that like, that like desk planner that I have, I purely write things for like when I'm in my like study mode, like it's yep. stuff for uni and stuff for like, like work. I do have a separate work planner that I bring with me to work that gets shared with my educators. It's something that we all write in. So more communication planner. Um, and then I have my actual like prac planner. Like I'm the same. I love writing things down for pracs. Yeah. Um, and just caring because you have that with you throughout the day. Um, but yeah, Google calendar, I didn't even, um, I saw it by, a. I think it was Emily West on Instagram. Her yep. page is like, health and fitness galore as well as teacher aiding and then osh and everything it's yep. like the most beautiful page oh, <laughs> um, i love that so i don't think i follow her. it i actually might follow oh, it so good um 
she like she showed how she did her Google Calendar blocking. Yeah. Um, and she's an auto coordinator, so she puts her like shifts on there, and then she'll put her health and fitness and well being on there as well. Um, and she'll share it on her page. Yeah. Um, and I saw that, and I was like, hmm, okay, let me dive into Google Calendar and see how like how I can customize this how I can make this to work for me yeah, and once that. I did oh my god it was a lifesaver so good like yeah. just the color coding the like seeing the different blocks like in front of you on your phone and on your watch it's so good yeah it's such a handy tool I yeah. love it so much what do you find are the best health and wellness activities to practice while being a pre-service teacher so I know you've mentioned that you like doing workouts at home yeah, so during the lockdowns, I became a big fan of doing YouTube video workouts. Mm-hmm. So um, I found like um, just the like hit circuits or like the ones that involve like dumbbells, really simple ones that are like 25 to like 45 minutes, depending on how intense you want it to be. Um, I started doing those um, during the lockdowns and they were like, they kept me active and it was easy because I was at home, couldn't really go anywhere else. Um, and it made sure that I moved my body somehow, whether it was like a 25 minute, like little core circuit or a 45 minute full body hit circuit. Um, and it just made me feel like I was doing something and you feel so much better after like moving your body somehow, whether it's like yoga, meditation, like going for a walk or anything, just taking that time for you is something that I really needed to do, especially when you're at home all the time. Um, and I made sure that my environments were different. So when I studied, I was in my room at my desk and when I had, I was, um, during, I think it was like the latest lockdown in 2021, I had a prac that was online. Um, so on Google classroom. So I would teach from like 10 AM to like noonish, um, they would have their lunch break and then in the afternoon we would come back. So in the two hours that they had a break. I would go and move my body. I would eat something. I would drink some water and I would come back. And it just yep. gave me time to kind of break up my day. I love um, that. that. And like for well-being, like journaling, it's mm-hmm. it's like, it's a very, I feel like it's controversial because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to write. Like, I don't want to handwrite in a journal and I don't know what to write. And I don't like, there's prompts. Like, I think I one day put it into Pinterest saying like journal prompts and I just took them from there and I just started writing and it made me think about things that I wouldn't normally think about. Yeah. Um, and it was such a good way to just dump your feelings on a page and kind of get rid of it and let go of it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was very good for mental well-being, which along with physical well-being is so important to take care of and 100%. make time for. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. Um, I, I've just got like a, a little um, book. It has the same prompts every day, which I feel like my mm. crazy overdriven brain is like not tolerating anymore. So I feel like I need to go and get a new one <laughs> that has a different prompt every day because now I open it and I'm just like, oh, it's got the same four prompts. Like I'm bored now. Yeah. Like and maybe I'll just have to go on Pinterest and just start writing. And I like that too. Yeah. Go on Pinterest and so have good. a good. Yeah. I love that. that um, and I was like, yeah. Love it. What advice would you um, give to people who wish to prioritize their health and wellness into their busy teacher schedules this year? Um, Oh gosh. I feel like I can only speak for like pre-service teacher schedules. Um, I know I have friends who are full-time teachers at the moment and they're like struggling. They're so busy, especially with 
like all the announcements and the COVID restrictions. And it's just so difficult to like sort out a schedule that works when it's so like changing so much. Yep. Um, I feel like for myself as a full-time student and working full-time as an educator as well, um, again, like find something that you really enjoy. So spend that time of trying different things. So whether it's like going for a walk every day or journaling or meditating, like find a space in your house that you can maybe turn into like a little calm corner, just like you would have in your classroom, you know, Mm. um, make that for you, like make something that is only for you to enjoy something that like energizes you, calms you down, brings you back, like to feel grounded, whether it's going to the gym and doing a really intense weight workouts or, you know, going for a walk or finding like a book that you really enjoy that you can take notes in, like just yep. something that can extend your well-being and then plan it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and plan, put it. It in your plan Put it in your Google calendar. <laughs> yeah. Get it in there. Color yeah. code it. <laughs> I love it. Sponsored by Google. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be the dream if they just like Google calendars. Right. Like, yes. These are nice colors that you yeah. use. I feel like there's yeah. there's definitely one book out there that I'm reading at the moment because you brought up books. There's a book that I'm, I actually yeah. listen to it because if I try and read a book, mm. it takes me forever. I know there's people out there that like, and I know, I think you're one of them. You can read a book very, very yeah. quickly. I can't do that. Yeah. It takes me weeks. So I've been list, I've been doing audio books and I listened to Atomic Habits finally mm. by James Clear. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. that would be the perfect. And even if you're not a reader, get the audio book then because Obviously, if you yeah, listen to a podcast so good. right now, you like listening to audiobooks then. Um, yeah. Listen to that that book, uh, the audiobook, James Clear, Atomic, Podca- Atomic Habits, sorry. And um, it just honestly, it tells you how to incorporate it. Like, I love how you've said, yeah. you know, go and find what you like and find it fit into your niche. And then James yeah. Clear will talk about it in the book and say how you can fit it into your schedule. So for me, yeah. I do before and, before and after school care. I have to be at work at 6.30 in the morning. Most people are like, there's no way I'm doing anything before then. I'm just going to get up and go to work. I force myself to get yeah. up at 5 o'clock every morning. By the time I leave the house, I've had my cup of coffee. I've actually done my five minutes of Portuguese that I have to do every day. That's just like my intellectual well-being. Yeah. Do my journey, do my meditation. And then only once I've done that, then I'll jump on the Instagram and have a scroll. Yeah. So like you've just ticked off like – I got up what an hour earlier than what I usually do, and I've ticked off yeah. so many pillars of my well-being. But then I go to the gym after before school care. Yeah, you got to find where the space that it, the time in the day where you you know that you can fit it in. So, like you yeah. said a hundred times, is planning it and figuring out where you can actually fit it in. Yeah, I know my leg days at the gym sometimes take me up to two hours. There is no yeah. way I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning and before I go to just do that. Yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah, so I totally get that. And but yeah, the if like teachers as such, I don't know if teachers would have the motivation to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go to the gym because most people yeah. have the time then. But I just find working out in the afternoon, like after you've done your whole day of work, I'm just like, no, nah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm not. I I'm used not. to. I used to. So I used to be exactly like that. Yep. I used to love working out in the morning after before school fair, go to the gym. I used to do F45 for a little while. So they yep. had class right at 930. I yep. was like, okay, I'm going to go straight from work, change and go to F45. And then that's done. Like I have that 45 minutes done of movement and I get my like heart rate up and I feel good. 
Yeah. Um, and it's a good way to start your day as well. 100%. Um, and like, I, I love that you like take that hour, like you've made, like it takes a bit of sacrificing in a sense when you think like, like if you tell yourself, I don't have time, I have work, then I have this, then I have to study. Then yep. if you tell yourself that you don't have time, you're never going to make time. You need to think like, it's a mindset shift that you need yep. to make of like, I need to take care of myself. I am a priority. My mental and physical well-being is a priority. How can I make it a priority in my day? Even if it's 30 minutes of movement or 30 minutes of reading or 30 minutes yeah. of listening to a podcast that, that helps you in some way. Yeah. Languages, like, you know, if you want to like kind of make your brain just work a little bit, it's yeah. little things like that, that you can make, even if it's five minutes like you do in the morning, it is something so small that can change your whole day. 100%. And it helps you so much in the long run. Yeah. That's it. Even when I'm like on my Google calendar and I plan out my day, I'll be like, especially for pre-service teachers, they'll be like, oh yeah, I'll just, you know, study the whole day. I'm like, that's so yeah. unfeasible. Like for me, even on my Google calendar, I'll be like, okay, I'll work on this subject for this time. Then I'll go and eat my lunch. Yeah. Then I'll go and work on this subject and then I'll go for a walk or something. Like I yeah. break it up because otherwise if you've just been like, you leave the whole day free for me, I'll just end up scrolling on Instagram or something and not doing yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Online shopping. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, like, is that Stop you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I like, it's not even like actually buying things. It's just yep. like adding things to the cart and then leaving the website. I'm like, okay, <sighs> now I'll work on something. And then I end up going to another website and I'm like, Stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, I didn't even get to the point of like adding to cart. I feel like I create wish lists everywhere. And then I come back to the oh, wish list yeah. and then like half the stuff is gone. I'm like, well, why didn't I buy yeah. it in the first place? <laughs> Everything's just out of stock. You're like, oh, great. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely. Somebody replied to the Q&A box that we put up and it was, um, do you struggle? The question that we put up was basically, do you struggle to incorporate health and wellness into your busy teacher routine? What advice would you like to receive on this? However, <laughs> there's this one that we got. And I like it. And somebody's replied, replied saying frozen margarita jugs. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Well, once a day. Once a day. <laughs> at night. <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> at the end of the day. Maybe on like a Friday oh. afternoon. I'm like, ah, oh, I yeah. love frozen margarita jug. Oh, my God. That's oh. so funny. Well, that seems like we've covered all bases. I think we've given enough tips and tricks for people to incorporate their health and wellness into every single aspect of their life, even if they're a pre-service teacher. Yeah. Osh educator, early educator. There's plenty of tips out there. Um, I'll even put some of the recommendations down in the show notes for you guys so that you don't um, have to, you know, try and remember it as well. But thank you so much, Miss Hendricks, for coming onto the podcast and giving your no worries and tricks. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. All right. Thank you so much, guys. And we will see you next week.